Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are studying Ezekiel chapter 36b, the second half of chapter 36. According to uh, many uh, commentaries and uh, scholars, this really should be the beginning of chapter 36. As the first 12 verses were still referring to the destruction of Edom, and this one begins its focus on the people of Israel again and the redemption. However, this is very interesting because once we learn about the destruction of Edom and God talks about how they're in the future days, this is talking about, they're going to be completely destroyed, gone, wiped out, etc. because they were terrible, they were corrupt, and because they exulted over the downfall of their enemies, one immediately is struck by the question, well, what about the people of Judea? What about the people of Israel? they weren't exactly that great. I mean, we spent well over 20 chapters until now discussing the sins of the people of Israel. And Ezekiel and the other prophets described them in quite graphic terms as to what their corruptions were and so on. Why is it that they're being redeemed? And why is it that the people of Edom are not? I did point out that the specific sin that was pointed out by the prophets of Edom that condemned them to utter destruction was the sin of exulting over the downfall of the enemies. And the sin of never looking at themselves, arrogance that is so embedded in them that rather than looking at their brothers, their own brothers, their own relatives, because remember Edom and Israel are cousins, their own relatives, without looking at them and learning from them a lesson and saying, you know, we should, get, we should improve our ways, they still didn't get the message. And, in, and not only did they not get the message, but instead they were happy with the downfall and they took advantage of the downfall. The issue is, is that when people get to that level of arrogance, God is looking at them and saying, I'm not sure that there is any hope. I, not, not, I mean, uh, I shouldn't say God is not sure. What I mean is God is looking at them and saying, such a people are irredeemable. They will not learn their lesson. No matter what, they are simply not capable of learning this lesson. Now, this point that I'm making now, I'm saying it now as we start, but I want you to follow and think about that as we read through the, um, this chapter. If you remember, I want to reference back in Ezekiel 20, where there was a similar idea to what we're about to see. And over there, God was talking about how he wanted to destroy the people. But then for his own honor, when the, when the people of Israel were in the desert, he decided not to destroy them. And then it says after that, actually, that wasn't the reason, or that wasn't the whole reason, but rather I didn't destroy the people of Israel because I had mercy on them, because I knew their future. I knew that one day in the future, they were going to come I was, when I bring them back to Israel and I show them the way that they will learn their lesson. This is the key here, that God knew and understand that in the deepest depths of the soul of the people of Israel, that they were going to come back, which we learn in, in Ezekiel 20, 41, God said, When I bring you out of the, I, I will desire you, I will bring you back, I will want you, when I take you out from your exile among the nations, and I will gather you from the lands among whom you were scattered. 
I will be, be made holy through you in the eyes of the nation because, clearly, because you will make me look holy. People will see how special it is to know God. And the other nations will then learn that lesson. The other nations not Edom will also learn that lesson. I will bring Israel back because they will learn that lesson. Vidatem, it says and continues, Ki ani Adonai, because I am the Lord your God, Yisrael, when I bring you to the land of Israel. And then in verse 43, and this is really the key, and think about this when we learn what we're about to learn. Uzuchartem shom et and there you will remember your ways with You will remember the bad things that you did. In other words, you will not have that arrogance. You will be able to remember that you were once bad. And therefore, and once you recognize that, you are able to be that Kiddush Hashem, that sanctification of God, by showing the world how to act and how to behave when one, when one trusts and, and, and acts the way God wants them to behave. So now let's look at verse 13. And let's see what happens after God condemns Edom. So says the Lord God. I'm reading now from our chapter 36. Now God is still addressing the land of Israel and saying, because people say regarding you, you the land of Israel, you just devour your people. You're just a horrible place. And you just make your nations that reside among you not be fertile, not be able to, to survive. Therefore, Adam I am telling you, because people are thinking, oh, this land is just a miserable place where people just get destroyed. No, don't worry. You will no longer destroy your people. And the nations that live among you will not become infertile. So says the Lord God. People will not say, I will not allow the... the, the um, the uh, jibes and the, the other nations making fun of you anymore will not be heard. And no longer will you be the shame of all the nations. And the nations that live in you, they will no longer uh, uh, stumble. You will not cause them to stumble. So says the Lord God. And now God turns and answers. The, so he speaks to the land of Israel and says, don't worry. People are making fun of you now, but that will not happen. I will redeem you i will redeem your people and now god turns to the people and says by the word of god to me the prophet was as follows ben adam human being the people house of israel were living in their land and yes they also sinned they defiled the land in their bad ways of and the bad things that they did like the like the um impurity of a of a nida uh, that's how they went because that's why they needed to be separated from me with impurity that's how they dealt with the land I poured out my anger against them it's because of the blood that they spilled the oppression that they spilled against each other blood we know means oppression we saw that in Ezekiel we saw that in Isaiah and they defiled the land with all of the disgusting things that they did and so God is saying, yes, you were also bad and you also deserved punishment. And therefore I scattered them, the people among the nations. So I scattered them throughout all the lands. According to their ways and according to their bad deeds, I judged them. So God is saying, I do judge the people of Israel just like I judge the people of Edom. And yes, they were bad. And yes, they deserve this punishment. And then even worse. 
when they came to those nations where they came where they were scattered, instead of being a sanctification of my name, they went and they defiled my name. They didn't even behave there. And people went and said, look, are you the nation of God? Look at you. you got, you're scattered all over the place in the art. So you came from his land. This shamed me, God says. However, I, God says, and this is remarkable, because this is saying there's there's various ways people understand the redemption. Is the redemption come because we behave, because we become better and bring the redemption? And many verses in the prophets suggest that. But this verse is saying that God is saying that the redemption is going to come when I bring you back to me. I will then have I will have have a concern for my holy name, Asher Chilulu Beit Yisrael, because the people of Israel. Uh, profaned my name by going among the nations where they came so it's going to be me however God and we'll see this very soon God knew that when I do bring you back you will get the message and that's the key difference that's the reason for the redemption therefore verse 22 I want you to say to the people of Israel so says the Lord God I'm not doing this for you this is the key to, to the lack of arrogance. I'm not doing this because I want to make Israel great. I'm not doing this because Israel needs to be important. I'm not doing this so that the Judean people, the Jewish people should think that they're great. It's not for you. I'm doing this because I want my name, God's name, to be great. You profaned my name among those nations that you were scattered. But I will make my name great because I want my name to be great. I want the entire world to learn that lesson. Verse 23, God says, I will make holy my great name that became profaned among the nations because of you. That you profaned. And then everyone, the entire world will then know that I am the Lord God. So said God. How? When I become holy among you in front of their eyes, then the entire world will learn the lesson. This is key, that the lesson that's necessary, the lesson that the people of Israel are supposed to teach, is the entire world should then know that the Lord God is holy. What am I going to do? How are we going to make this happen? I will take you out from all the nations. I will gather you from all the land. I will bring you back to your land. This is a huge favor, and I will pour upon you my tahorim, the pure waters of Tahartim, and I will purify you from all your impurities and all of your terrible things. I will purify you. I will give you a brand new heart, a pure heart, and a new spirit I'll put in front of you. I will remove that stone heart from your from your from your flesh. I will give you a soft heart of flesh, a heart that is not arrogant, a heart that is willing to listen, willing to understand this lesson. I will put my spirit among you. I will thus, because you will then realize and you will recognize and you will have a soft heart and then you will be humble enough to recognize then you will follow my laws and you will keep my just laws and you will do them. And then when you get that message and you're humble and you accept it you will live in the land that I gave your forefathers. You will be for me a nation then I will be your God. When you have that humility you will be 
Yisrochem. I will save you from your impurities. Vikarati Dogon, and I will call. Then I will call out the grain vir so and it will start growing forth. Rav, and then you will not have hunger. Vir Priya will have lots of fruit of the trees. the produce of the fields. So no longer will you have the embarrassment and the shame among the nations of being hungry. And again, this is the same verse that we see in the end of chapter 20, which is the key. The key to the reason for the redemption is only because this is going to be the result. You will always remember those bad things that you did. You will always remember that you were once bad. Because you recognize that and realize that, you will be humble and you will understand and you will learn this lesson. You will know those no good things that you used to do. And you will hold those bad things in front of your eyes. Right? You will hold them in front of you and remember. All of the abominations and sins that you did, you will keep them in front of you and recognize that I once did them. And then God reminds us, I'm not doing this because I want to make you great. No, says the Lord God. That is not, know this, remember this. Boshu, be calm, be embarrassed, be ashamed. Of the ways that you behaved, O house of Israel. So says the Lord God, the day that I purify you from all your sins. And I rebuild your cities, I rebuild the desolate places. We're up to verse 34 now. And the land which was desolate will be worked. Where it used to be destroyed in front of all the passers by. Is this the land that used to be destroyed? That used to be, um, uh, has now become like a Garden of Eden. And those cities that were destroyed, that were crushed and smashed, they are now populated with people and settled with buildings. And the key is, and then when this happens, the nations then will learn. Those other nations that remain around you, not Edom, not the ones that could not get it past their arrogance, because they're going to be gone. But the ones that are able to learn that are there, they will then know, I am God, I am the one that rebuilds the destroyed. I planted the trees in those places that were desolate. I am God, I said I would do it, and I will do it. So says the Lord God, Israel. I will furthermore do this I will I will um, listen to the house of Israel asotlam to do for them katsonatam I will revive them and I will multiply them as if they were sheep like sheep but people that are referred to as sheep kitson kadashim like the holy sheep kitson Yerushalayim the sheep of Jerusalem the Moadeha during her festivals when people bring so much sheep and so many uh, animals and property and people coming to celebrate, I'm going to make the people multiply and be across the world. So will be the cities that are destroyed. Full of the sheep, the flocks are full of people. And they will then know that I am the Lord God. Thank you so much for studying chapter 36 together. Looking forward to studying chapter 37 and of course the entire book of Ezekiel together.